Hey guys, it is Tia Moore. Thank you for joining us here for Next View Podcast. I have a very special guest in the studio today. As you guys know, or some of you may know, anyway, I posted uh, earlier this week and talking about our guest and what to expect. Before I introduce her, um, I'm going to read her bio because I think it's quite impressive. So we have Becky Jackson, the president and CEO of Homeward Bound in studio. Becky Jackson is a native Arizonan with 30 years of diversified financial service experience in the Arizona banking community, ending as president of community banking for First National Bank of Arizona. She has also spent 15 years in nonprofit executive management and is currently the president and CEO of Homeward Bound, where she oversees the day-to-day operations. Prior to that, she was the president and CEO of ICANN and Chandler, uh, the executive director of the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation for the Desert Southwest Chapter, uh, covering Arizona and New Mexico, and the president and CEO of the Chandler Chamber of Commerce. Becky has served on many community and professional organizations and is the past chairman of the Fresh Start Women's Foundation Executive Board, the governor's board for the greatest, uh, the Greater Scottsdale Boys and Girls Club, past international president of the Financial Women International, past president of the National Association of Women Business Owners and the Metro Phoenix chapter. I know. That's why I'm reading it. Because I thought you got the short one. <laughs> <laughs> Becky was honored in 2002 as the Businesswoman of the Year, or um, yeah, Businesswoman of the Year recipient of the Athena Award by the Phoenix Chamber of Commerce, and recently honored in 2016 as an Outstanding Businesswoman, as well as 2017 Most Admired Leader of the Phoenix Business Journal. Becky has been married to her husband, Dan, for 35 years. Their family includes two sons, Dustin and Brandon, and daughters and daughters-in-law, Robin and Amanda, and a five-year-old granddaughter, Ivy. Yes, <laughs> that's the most important part. Yes, Ivy. We got to get Ivy We got to get Ivy in there. <laughs> Especially when you have two boys yes. and you end up with a, a granddaughter. That's pretty cool. So. Well, thank you so much for joining us Well, today. thank you very much. I, I'm really pleased to be here. It's nice to meet you and what you do. And thank, thank you. you for giving us the opportunity. Thank so. you so much. Well, those of you guys who are watching live, do me a favor so that we know you're watching. Post a unicorn in the comments just so we know you're watching live. And if you're watching us on replay, do the okay. So like the little okay emoji that you can get in your phone. Okay. So just so that we know you're there and we know who's watching live, who's watching on the replay. And it's just a little bit of fun. If you post the unicorns, I just like to see little weird. <laughs> I love it. She, my Ivy loves unicorns. <laughs> <Does> <laughs> That's her favorite. Oh, tell her, her whole Ivy. room it's is unicorns. Her. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Well, Becky, tell us a little bit about Homeward Bound and what your mission is. Sure. Um, Homeward Bound is an organization that helps homeless families with children under the age of 18 Okay. Um, that are homeless or eminently homeless or are living with someone that they can't live with anymore. Okay. They've had certain terrible circumstances to their lives that are not their own fault. Okay. And they could be living in a car. They could be living in a hotel. They just... They want to work and they want help, but there's not very many places that can really give them the help that we do. Okay. So what we do is we have a program, a resiliency program, an education program, a work development program, a children's program, an after school program. We have an early learning center wow. that has 65 little guys in there from six weeks old to five years old. Wow. So we, we've got a lot going on underneath our roof. It's the <laughs> yeah, Thunderbird do. Family Village. It's okay. from the Phoenix Thunderbirds. They start, they helped us build it 20 years ago so wow. we're they're, they're great partners for us okay so we um 
we do that, and then we're, so we lead with the program. If they have a child that they have legal custody of uh, under the age of eighteen, okay. they are willing to work or have some kind of income, okay. and they make thirty percent less in the poverty level. Um, then they qualify program wise, mm-hmm. and then we go. They go through an interview process with several of our case managers, and we then decide whether they really want the hand up. Okay. We are all about hand up. We're okay. not a handout. They have to work. Okay. They have to have a budget. Okay. They have to follow the rules. Okay. Just like you do in the world mm-hmm. when you when you do that in the world. They come from lots of different situations. They come from domestic violence. They come from drug abuse. But we don't do any emergency type. They've already gone through all of that. Okay. Um, we do screenings. Uh, we don't take people that have had felonies um, seven years. I okay. mean, and, and at least have to show progression Okay. Um, we have some grandmothers, and we have some grandfathers still taking care of children, mm-hmm. so we help them. Okay. Our whole purpose is they stay with us for about 12 months. Well, first of all, once they get qualified okay. and we meet them and understand that they really do have the drive to make their help their family be better, mm-hmm. then um, they get accepted to the program, and we just say, oh, by the way, we have someplace for you to live, and that's the Thunderbird Family Village. We have 80 okay. apartments there. So they get to live there, and they're, they pay rent, mm-hmm. but it's based, it's prorated based on what they make. We do have okay. some clients, when they first come to us, that are making, that are, paying $10 a week rent. Okay. And then we have some, as they grow and as they edu- get educated and they get their degrees or they get a good job, then it goes up and up and up. Okay. They're with us for 12 months. Okay. And um, they graduate, go through lots of programs, budgeting, housing, uh, family programs, parenting programs, children's programs. Okay. Um, and the whole family, we have a two-generational approach. So we're really trying to make sure that the children of these adult family members don't go through what mom and dad have gone through. Got it. And um, so we have a two-generational approach, and that way we have um, lots of different classes for the kids as well. So what happens then is they move in with us. Mm -hmm. They they have a case manager that they meet with. Their kids can go to Strong Foundations. Um, We have an after-school program. We're in the Alhambra School District, and that is really one of the poorest school districts Mm -hmm. in Maricopa County. They do not have an after-school program in that, which is a shame. They don't have an after-school program. They have a family resource center that kids can come to, but not a uh, organized type of um, after-school program. So when school gets out at 3, there's a lot of kids Mm -hmm. going around. So we really try to do as much as we can within our village to – um, to make as much, we have as many programs as possible so yeah. that the kids can stay on campus and learn. And um, we have 24-hour security service because some of our women and some of our men have come from domestic violence. Mm-hmm. And so there's a 24-hour check-in. So I kind of, I like to tell our clients, instead of thinking of it as, um, you know, we have 24-hour security guard service. No, you you live in a gated community. There you go. <laughs> At the Thunderbird Thunderbird Family Village. There so, you go. Um, <laughs> but um, they're with us for about a year, and then our graduation rates are eighty-seven percent of our graduates, and that's the people that graduate through your program, mm-hmm. correct? People that the the women or men that graduate through our program, eighty-seven percent of them do not go back into homelessness, oh. and what they do is once they graduate. Um, they are able, we help them find market rate housing okay. or we help them find um, uh, apartment complex that mm-hmm. they can go into or or sometimes, believe it or not, we even help them find a home that they can buy. 
Well, I have a couple of questions sure. for you. Um, so when I mentioned that you guys were going to be or you were going to be on the podcast, somebody mm-hmm. actually commented that they were you guys helped them purchase their first home. Oh, my goodness. In That's Mesa. wonderful. And she said it was about 20 years ago that oh. this happened. Oh, my but gosh. You guys helped her. Oh, purchase that's her first wonderful. Home. So this was after I had a conversation okay. with you and I told you okay. that somebody that I know that works for the Maricopa County Detention Center uh-huh. mentioned that you guys were a great organization. Oh. So somebody a second person also said that they've well, actually received assistance from you. Yeah, I know her. I've worked with her. She's a wonderful woman. I know her husband. Um, they're a great family. So I, I, that's you know, awesome. The Thank you for sharing. That. Yeah. And then that's what makes the heart um, keep beating because mm-hmm. <laughs> of those things. So now my question, you said that every family has obviously different circumstances mm-hmm. and what brings them to this position. What would you say is the leading reason that you, you guys end up seeing people come in? Um, I say probably 85, 86, 80, probably 85% of our families come from domestic violence. Okay. And they flee. Mm -hmm. Moms just get an opportunity to flee. We do have dads. We opened it up to dads about three years, four years ago almost, and not had a problem at all. I know everybody was kind of worried because it was a women. Mm -hmm. But we've had a couple of guys that have been very successful dads that now have great jobs, and they come back and mentor some of our kids. Oh, wow, that's nice. um, And their kids were very successful. So they end up being... um, mostly in a situation where they had to escape. Yeah. And then we get lots of referrals from the domestic violence shelters like you mom and Maggie's mm-hmm. house and stuff. So that's mm-hmm. where we get the referrals from. Okay. So that we we have a and believe me there's a lot of referrals because yeah. homelessness in the state of Arizona and in the country, yeah. especially with families is the fastest growing segment of homeless population. And why is that? I think why it is is because to be quite honest, it takes a lot of work. I mean, it really does. I mean, um, it takes a lot of time. It Mm -hmm. takes a lot of their time. It Mm -hmm. takes a lot of a case manager's time. Mm -hmm. But one of the things our board really, really, truly believes in is our mission. A couple of years ago, uh, we were getting HUD funding, and we had about $600,000 in HUD funding. So we had to... um, qualify for the government funding I remember you about that. how to do that. Well, about we actually made the decision when HUD was cutting transitional housing, which is what it used to be called, mm-hmm. transitional housing, um, the board made a very bold decision was to give back the 600000 to HUD mm-hmm. and stay with our mission. Okay. Be the be the organization that helps homeless families with children mm-hmm. that really want to make a change, create a pathway for them to help them really want to make a change. And so to do that, that's really what inspired me was like, wow. well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and there are only two of us in Maricopa County that actually do only what we're doing. And that's us and the House of Refuge, House of out, Refuge. In Mesa, yeah. out in Mesa. We did a, a, my office. We do Red Day every year, Keller mm-hmm. Williams. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know, it might have been three, somewhere between three and four years ago, mm-hmm. we did a project where we painted all the homes inside and outside, right. That's um, awesome. a bunch of donations. So mm-hmm. that was, yeah, that they're, was, they're a great organization too. Yeah. I mean, they, they struggled in the beginning because, you know, they obviously just like we did. Mm-hmm. So what we ended up having to do is $600,000 is a lot of money to make up in a budget. Uh, you think? <laughs> and we weren't necessarily a fundraising organization. We mm. didn't, re- we pretty much relied on the government to help us. So the okay. last three years, I really focused, our board has focused our attention on being able to um, 
have a major gift campaign, have a, uh, a different events, yeah. have have different kinds of ways that people can give money. I saw that I was on when I was on your website. I'm actually going to pull it up now. I was on your website and I saw so many different events you have since you brought it up. I figure we should talk about it. Um, so maybe some people will have mm-hmm. interest. There is a rooftop event that's upcoming. There is on Saturday night. It is a rooftop event, um, and it, it's the theme is really help us raise the roof okay. for homeless families at Homeward Bound. So mm-hmm. pretty catchy, mm-hmm. and um, it will be at Mountain Shadows, okay. and it really raises money. Uh, to help us uh, with our literacy programs with our children. Okay. Because we have a two-generational approach. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to make sure that the lives of the children are different than the lives of the parents because mm-hmm. sometimes it's generations where they've gone through the homelessness. Absolutely. So this pr- this event will then help us raise dollars to improve the literacy portion. We just started an after uh, an after school program. We mm-hmm. have a teen center. We're redoing our library okay. um, to really bring it up to not code, but bring it up to the twenty first century yeah. of all the statistical things because kids can operate a computer. Faster than I can. They, so. they are born operating they are. computers. It's so <laughs> they interesting really how that they happens. Really do, yeah. My nephew is barely one years old, and he'll look, and he, he just oh. swipes. My, he my, my grandma, can I have your phone, please? And she wants to go back to my pictures it's and so stuff. Funny. Yeah, they love is. it. So so that's really what this event is. Okay. It's going to be on the rooftop at Mountain Shadows. Mm-hmm. starts at 6 o'clock. Okay. It, um, you can go on our website if you're interested. There are um, tickets that can be purchased. So if okay. anybody's interested in coming... It's not a gala. Um, there's many, many galas, and <laughs> I want to make sure there's many, many galas in the community that are very worthwhile. But our group wanted to have more of a an atmosphere where it was more of we have the Hamptons Band is going to be playing. Okay, um, we have a lot of different vendors that a lot of different food stations, mm-hmm. and so it really does help us raise a lot of money. Awesome. Well, and I'm going to go back just a little bit because I do. But when I told somebody about you coming on, they had one question. So. Okay. Since you guys specialize in or your focus is on families um, facing homelessness or currently homeless, Mm -hmm. do you guys receive any people that inquire that or come to you that have, you know, drug problems Mm -hmm. and what can you do to... Or what do you guys do to recommend them into a treatment or anything like that? Um, We are a great referral system because everybody, when people think, when when someone, we don't take any emergency type cases at all. So So that would be considered an emergency case. Okay. We are a non-alcoholic, non-drug free campus, non-cigarette free campus, um, and they are tested. Oh, so that's what I was going to ask. They're okay. tested, and we have had a little bit of a challenge. Somebody thinks they, they think they can sneak something in, but um, but they normally they have to graduate from a um, a rehab program okay. that's very successful. They have to come with a recommendation. Mm-hmm. They have to be um, not necessarily have to be sober for a long period of time, but have to show that they are moving towards that. And um, but we don't take and what we have is we have a whole list of folks that we can refer those people to. And then what happens is we explain to them, Mm -hmm. if you get through this, the rehab portion, or the domestic violence, the emergency type situation, 
those pe- places that we refer you to will refer you back to Homeward Bound. Got it. And and that's how it works. Because seriously, any nonprofit that thinks that they can do it themselves, no. no. It's all about collaboration. You have to. And we call it Thunderbird Family Village for a reason because it does it take, take a village. A village. <laughs> I know it does. So the other the other question is, and this is just from conversations that I've had mm-hmm. with, I notice that when you see people on the street and things like that, it seems like... Um, mental illness is a mm-hmm. is a huge factor in mm-hmm. homelessness. Mm-hmm. Do you guys also receive referrals from those cases that you maybe even have to refer them to somebody yes. else because it's not? Okay. Yes. Um, we really try to stay within our mission of a two-generational approach. That's why we're trying to put a dent in the cycle of mm-hmm. um, homelessness with families. Mm-hmm. And if we can help the children understand, then that's great. But the folks that you see on the street mm-hmm. are on the street and have issues that mm-hmm. they need help with, and but that would not be us. Okay. So if they come to us, we would refer them to organizations that handle that because there's lots of organizations that handle those things. Okay. And then, um, uh, you know, Arizona in Maricopa County, the fastest growing segment of the homeless population is is um, families families with children. Okay. And so um, that's really what we focus on. So once the families are living at Thunderbird Village. Um, what type of services do you guys offer to the families? We have an employment center. Mm -hmm. Uh, They can use that at any time. They have a case manager they meet with on a a weekly or a monthly basis. We have an employment specialist that meets with them, helps them write a resume, helps them look for another job. We have increased our hourly. When they come into us, we've increased our hourly rate by almost $12 an hour when they go out to get another job. Wow! It's not at market rate yet, but it is getting there so that they can at least um, graduate Mm -hmm. and take care of their their family. Mm -hmm. Um, We have uh, life skills programs. We have parenting programs. It's amazing some of the trauma that the families have been through the moms and the dads have been through and especially the children yeah we have a uh, pre-k um, program mm-hmm. in our early learning center some of our kids might be age appropriate to go to kindergarten yeah but they're not mature enough to go to kindergarten so we um and our school district loves it because we started a pre-k last year where we actually work with them they they're old enough to go to kindergarten but we work with them the whole year to get, to get them, them very ready. ready for that that's awesome mm-hmm. so the so the children that have suffered through trauma or the families mm-hmm. even are there and you might have said it and i missed it but do you guys have ca- a counselor on campus well we work with we work with a partner okay. southwest behavioral management okay okay they're awesome mm-hmm. uh, we love them <laughs> and um we work with them and um they come in at any time um we are trained and recognize we can recognize when there's an issue and what needs to have happen and we call them in to do that so gotcha. we do not have psychiatrists or trained doctors on but what we are doing, which is very, very exciting, is uh, we uh, have entered into a partnership with the Arizona Trauma Institute. Okay. And we are being trained. Homer Bound is being trained over this next year. We've been doing it for almost a year. We'll be mm-hmm. done in June, July, okay. where we will be a, a trauma-informed care center. Wow. So we'll be able to recognize um, by them doing an evaluation, each mm-hmm. family and each child, specifically what the trauma did because it's not just the environment yeah. it's the physio- physiological <laughs> things is. and we'll be certified to do that and so we can then go out wow. into the community um, and work with other nonprofits to help wow. do that and what that will do with our families and our children is once 
we're certified, we will be able to go through and not necessarily test them, but we'll have the tools to be yeah. able to write a plan for them, just a regular development, I mean, a, a custom customized development plan for okay. them. Thank you for ex- explaining that. Yeah. Now, do you, how many, how many staff members do you guys have at Homer? We Brown? have about 53. Okay. 53. And what about volunteers? How big is oh. your volunteer? <laughs> we are very, very fortunate. We have lots and lots of volunteers, but we can always use lots and lots yes. of volunteers because <laughs> when we have over 130 families, uh, 53 employees don't really cut yeah. it. <laughs> so um, we have lots of corporations can yeah. join us and we create a corporate day for them. Okay. We have a community outreach manager that does that and she's awesome. Okay. And so she sits with the corporation and she says, you know, what would you like to do? Well, maybe on a quarterly basis, we'd like to come in. Um, I'll tell you a little story. Purple and green are our colors mm-hmm. and love those colors. But um, we wanted to kind of spruce up our building because it's 20 years old. Yeah. Um, but what ended up happening is um, Luke Air Force Base um, called and said, could they do something for us? So you can imagine all the Luke. There's women, yes. but you can imagine most <laughs> of the men. They came out and painted the inside of our building and everybody got a purple wall. And every, we got purple walls in the. It just makes it more homey and yeah. more. And they Thank did you. all of that over a weekend. Wow! So that is something that they bought the paint and everything. So we really that. rely on the community to come and help, and help us with that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if there was, let's say there was not a corporation, let's just say there was a group of people mm-hmm. that wanted to mm-hmm. volunteer together. Mm-hmm. Is that something that yes. you guys can work with? We too? have auxiliaries that just okay. come to us and, and they do bake sales and they, they mm-hmm. do special dinners. We have, we have a group of, um, uh, ladies that do um, quilting for us uh-huh. for the new babies. Mm-hmm. So when a new baby comes into the strong uh, or the early learning center, they get a new uh, they get a quilt and they okay. they love doing that. People okay. can come in and just rock babies or be mm-hmm. part of the session. Like if I'm having a bad day on a Friday afternoon, I'll go over and rock, rock babies. Baby. Yeah, <laughs> make sure it puts it in perspective for you. So yeah, it makes there you it. Go. Yeah. Oh, so. I love that. Mm-hmm. And then how, tell us about because you and I spoke on the phone last mm-hmm. week and we talked about um, a contest that you guys are currently entering are. for fundraising. We are. Okay. As, as Becky mentioned before, fundraising is a huge mm-hmm. part of your organization's mm-hmm. mission because you're not taking any government funding. Right. So um, tell us about the okay. contest that you're currently participating yeah, in. Right now we're participating in the USA Today Gannett uh, Community Thrives Program. Mm-hmm. And each organization gets evaluated in their category. Mm-hmm. And then you, that organization must raise $6,000 in order to be considered for the $100,000 grant. Got it. Or the $25,000 grant. Got it. So, um, when you, were, when you put us on the, on video last week to say that that was happening. Boy, mm-hmm. it was awesome because we had a lot of really, very generous, nice people that, that came in on donations. They can just go on, online with us. Mm-hmm. It ends tomorrow night at nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, we are, we had a, uh, we are at about a, Twelve thousand dollars, which okay. is wonderful. That's so awesome. we so we've made our six thousand. Mm-hmm. So we'll be in, and we are now. We can apply for the hundred thousand dollar grant because awesome. we were one of the we were one of the nonprofits <laughs> selected. So we're very excited. About I love that. that. Yeah. Well, okay. So where can they find you to go and make a donation? Okay, they can go on www.homewardboundaz. Don't forget <laughs> the az. Homewardboundaz.org. 
Perfect. And then if you guys are you if you guys are watching on Facebook, since you're already there, there's actually a donate now button on the post that I share. Just go one post before this one and click donate now, and the funds go. Once you make your donation, it goes directly mm-hmm. to Homeward Bound. So and all the to, donations go directly to programs. There you go. They're all program services. Doesn't take care of any anybody that works there. It's all programs directly. Awesome. And and also while you're on the site, if you're interested, sign up for volunteering. As mm-hmm. you, as Becky mentioned, mm-hmm. they're always looking for volunteers. So it's a great opportunity for you to learn more about the organization and give some time and uh, energy and love and care mm-hmm. to the community. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have big hearts. And yes. so obviously you don't do this unless you have a big heart. And people really want, when you stop and think about the epidemic that the homeless mm-hmm. population is going through right now, and especially families being the fastest growing, yeah. if we don't break that cycle with the second generation, it, it's never going to get better. Yeah. And, and that's why I'm so proud of Homeward Bound and what we're doing. Well, we are thank you thankful that we have Homeward Bound in our thank community. Thank you very much. I'm I'm really excited to learn more about your organization and work with you and see what we got, we can do from a volunteer perspective. That'd be great. And fundraising as Yay. well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, we are out of time for the week. I just wanted to let you guys know that you, again, you can reach Homeward Bound by going to homewardboundaz.com. People forget the dot AZ org. part. Or .org. I'm sorry. .org. See, they forget the AZ. Homewardboundaz.org. Homewardboundaz.org. And you guys can see volunteer opportunities. You can see the services that they offer. You can also make a donation um, as low as as small as $10. Yes, we have a monthly giving program called Boundless. Mm -hmm. And people can sign up just to give $10 Mm -hmm. a a month because a lot of people just give what they can give. And so we have lots of different programs. No no amount is too small. There you go. Awesome. Well, thank you again for joining us, Thank you, too, for having us here. We really appreciate that. All right. And special thanks to Samantha Battle. Sam, thank you very much for putting us in contact with uh, Homeward Bound. Um, she yes, knows, Sam. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I really, I, I love it. And so hopefully we'll hear more from you guys this year and find out about how your fundraising efforts mm-hmm. and things like that are going. I want to say a special thanks to our team that help us bring the podcast to you every single week. We have the Oliver Whalen team at, at Nova Home Loans. If you guys are in the market to refinance a home if you're in the market to purchase a home or you're just looking to inquire to see what your options are in terms of a mortgage please reach out to the oliver whalen team at nova home loans um reach out to um, yvonne hunter if you are in the market to purchase a home warranty for your existing home Um, a lot of people think you have to be purchasing a new home in order to purchase a home warranty and that is incorrect so if you are thinking of purchasing a home warranty look up platinum home warranty and reach out directly to yvonne her contact information is on the screen if you don't want to do that, you can also put in the comments and I'll make sure I give you her number later. <laughs> um, and then our preferred title company is Security Title. We work with Jeremy Eaton and Elva Palmer um, at Security Title. So as you are refinancing and you're doing new home loans, please consider um, using the services of Security Title. And as usual, I am your host, Tia Moore, with the Next View Home Professionals team. My team, we buy, we help you buy and sell real estate. Um, and help you broaden your investment portfolio if that's a goal of yours. And we can help you by you reaching out to us by calling or texting 480-281-3078 or visiting our website at www.nextviewre.com. We'll see you guys next week at one o'clock on Next View Podcast. Have a great week.